Thank you for listening to Well Written with the Brothers Work. We help our listeners become better songwriters and more informed song listeners. You can follow us on Twitter at WellWrittenPod, like us on Facebook at WellWrittenPodcast, and contact us through WellWrittenPodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Today's guest is Within Sight, a metal band from Vancouver, Washington, who's already played a Warp Tour show and are about to embark on an international tour. Thanks again. This is Well Written. Welcome to Well Written Podcast. I am Jordan Worth here with Josh Worth as always. What's going on, everybody? We have Within Sight here in the studio today. Uh, they are a metal band from the Vancouver, Portland area. You guys want to introduce yourselves? My name is Grant Evans, and uh, I'm vocals and guitar. Uh, I'm Sean Trenda, and I play drums and also do vocals. Nice. And we got a couple other members in your band. You guys want to shout them out? Yeah, we got Steven Carlson on uh, lead guitar, Anthony Corso on solo guitar, and Jimmy Sandvig on bass. On Mute in the Forest. <laughs> Six. So how long have you guys been doing Within Sight? Um, it's kind of kind of a weird question. Or, uh, just we don't really know what like where to start. Um, <laughs> we uh, I guess you could say we were formed in um, late November of 2013, and then we had our very first show um, March of 2014. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, we practiced for a few months and then we decided to start gigging. But then we also we also lost our fo- our first vocalist two years in, so that was that was kind of a change too because our t- our sound changed a lot and it took us down a path that I think we all wanted to take but wasn't there with with that. that yeah, band. we were gonna yeah. ask you about that. Um, with the vocalist change, do you still use some of those old songs at all? Um, we actually. Um, so from the <laughs> from the first album, uh, we do play two songs live. Um, they're called uh, "Casting Shadows" and the other one is "A Force to Be Reckoned With." Those are the two, one of the, probably the two heaviest songs on the album, and we uh, we really enjoy playing those songs. And uh, it's it's they're really um, high energy, fast songs that really get the crowd pumped. So those songs have definitely stuck. But um, we've we've almost just we've moved on to a different sound, and so we still like to play those songs, but we're just in such a different place now. Mm-hmm. Um, like nowadays, we almost want to just be telling people that we got started basically after we lo- we uh, uh, lost the other vocalist because. We don't really want to be associated with that sound. Yeah, it's, it's, it's evolved. Like, yeah, yeah we're just we're so much better than we were then. Right, it's a two point Like you don't you don't have to. You've been updated. Since yeah. Then, yeah. So, so if anything, we've been a, in a band since two thousand fifteen is when we really started to, I guess, get our shit together. Nice. Cool. With those old songs that you do play still, uh, how do you kind of make them your own? So you know, I mean, they have a different influence. Oh man, but... we've we've almost like. 
Uh, casting Shadows is actually a really good example of that. Um, vocally, first of all. Yeah. Vocally, for sure. I mean, there's a lot more, there's, there's a lot more, um, of like, underneath vocals. Like, I'll, I'll be doing screams where there wasn't screams while okay. he's, while he's screaming as well. Or, you know, something, something like that. So you just added on some and more layers and more flares. We, we've right? added on layers. We, we rewrote the whole ending, uh, specifically for live purposes. Nice. Um, on Casting Shadows. Yeah, on Casting Shadows. That was, that was really fun just because like he's like what do we want to do at the end of the song well here's what we want to do but uh but uh you know just like yeah. it was whatever we wanted and we we were able to put all of our sound changes into an old song which i think is something we all want to do that's so cool. yeah we we actually really missed the the, the first album it's just it's so much different than everything that we have and that was released We'd been playing Casting Shadows for four years, and it's it's definitely a crowd favorite, and uh, it's such a heavy song, we usually end our set with that song, and after a certain point, we're just like, let's let's rewrite the ending and give, you know, let's make it heavier than it already is, and just give, basically give back to our fans that have been listening to us for so long, and uh, they've been uh, they've been really enjoying the the last minute of that song, how it's changed. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's great as a fan to be able to see a band grow and to see the changes that they make in their music along the way. I mean, there's tons of bands that I've been following for years and years and seeing them throughout the years, they've changed, you know, little things in their songs and seeing those stick live kind of gives you just that much more of a feel of, like, being in the band almost, you know what I mean? You get to yeah, yeah. You get to grow with them as well. So that's a cool thing to like have for your fans. I respect that a lot. So uh, on the new, uh, you're working on a new album coming up, right? Yeah, an EP initially. An, an EP, okay. <laughs> yeah. So on the new EP, uh, can we look forward to more of that? You guys have like a very driven feel with the heavy guitar leads and the heavy drums. Um, are you gonna kind of emulate? The uh, the sound of this most recent album that you put out. That's a good question. Honestly, it, it's. What I mean, that's feel? a yes and a no. It's yeah, sure. so much different. I mean, I would say it's definitely a yes. It is a yes, but at the same time, like, it's still just so much different than, than that second album than than the From the Heart album. It, it's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put this EP in the category of the From the Heart album. So, so I would literally put our first album, our second album, and this EP almost in different genres. Three almost. different genres, yeah. Okay. I mean, they're they're all they're all subgenre of metal. We love metal. Um, but you guys are you still just evolving. It's just, I mean, yeah. And as time goes on, man, you hear. You hear your your own idols, you know, release this music, and you're like, well, they're doing this now, and that's super sick. So you're like, I want to incorporate that into my own music. Yeah. So then you know you start you start finding your own ways to put that into your own songs, and it just changes your sound without you really even realizing it. You know, yeah. it's I do it all the time with my drum parts. I'll be I'll like hear a certain fill, and I'm like, dude, that's super cool. And then I'll I'll like practice it, and I'll be like, where can I put that? And then I just start doing that. In almost all of the songs, I find which one it sticks in. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then I'll hear a different, like, drum beat. And I'm like, dude, that's super cool. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's always, I've changed things that I've recorded to, like, now I play it differently live just because I like how it sounds better. And it's just, 
It's always changing. It's always I think, evolving. I think that's a, a good thing to remember for people who are writing music is that like when you've created something, it doesn't have to always be that. It's a fluid thing and your influences and and, and your style is going to change over time as long as you just kind of embrace that. Right. And, uh, and people are going to shit on you for it. Like, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's what people some, do, people, so. some people love it. Some people hate it. And you just like, dude. I've always just tried to stay true to myself, I guess. Like, I don't yeah. really care. I'm writing the music, so yeah. it's fine. Right. I don't know if <laughs> people want me to, right? There's always going to be people who are going to like the change, too. And, you know, like, you're always just trying to grow your fan base, and the people who really like your music are going to listen, you know, through all of that. So, yep. Um, so, I want to point out something real quick. You're actually the first drummer that we've had on our show at this point, and that's really nice. exciting for me because I just love, like, percussion in general. That's so. awesome. That's what, what I love about about my drummer is that he's also main vocalist, which I don't think he gets enough credit for that. I don't think so either. That's a, uh, an extremely hard thing to pull off. It is, and he he, um, he just picked it up like not even two years ago or about two years ago. Just randomly started doing vocals while playing the drums, and he's been killing it ever since. And uh, honestly, our our band would have not been able to continue without him because we're so vocal heavy um that we really really need to have two vocalists yeah so that's so he's just picking up the slack it was, uh, yeah it it was right after we lost our old vocalist um we looked for we looked for different vocalists we couldn't really find anyone who fit and grant was like well i'll take over and he did he's doing good i mean i was doing backups yeah um when we had a front man Mm-hmm. And then um, we got rid of the front man, and then I decided to try it. And but he didn't want to stop playing guitar. Either. That was that was a big thing for him. Yeah. So it was it's kind of like a do or die thing, you know. Yeah. Right. Nice. Which we also have three guitars in our band, which um, that's also kind of unique. You don't see that quite too often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could have put the guitar down if I wanted to and just focus on vocals, but, um, I, I idolized, uh, quite a few professional vocalists that play guitar and been playing guitar for years. So yeah, it's not easy to put down something that you're passionate about. Yeah. For sure. And then Trenda picked up uh, all the slack on vocals and then especially on the new record, um, it's, it's. I almost want to say it's like 60-40 to where uh, Trenda is really taking over a lot of the parts and we're able to uh, do do a lot of layering that we've never done before. Uh, we, and we're also both doing cleans and screams nice. so we can add this huge dynamic. Yeah, when I first started, I could only do screams. It's too hard to like keep the pitches and play at the same time. It was oh, so hard getting used to all of it, man. So we're able so to crazy. we're able to create this this wicked sound um, where we can layer two screams or we can do vocal harmonies or vice versa on cleans and layering screams and it just adds such a different tone because our screams and our cleans are so so different but alike they mesh really well. Mm-hmm. So the new record really uh, showcases how um, how we've evolved vocally. That's really cool. And, uh, I'm excited for that. On top of that, I just want to say like it. It's also lyrically been pretty fun too. Just because like if he's writing something, 
he could bounce lyrics off me or vice versa, and we both kind of grew up on the same influences sure. as far as music goes. So, like, we, we kind of base our, our writing styles the same way. And it's really fun just just being able to do that with somebody. And that was something that, like, was never there in yeah. the past. It, it just it, it helps the writing process if you have someone to bounce ideas off of instead of, like, writing something and being like, I hope it's good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, uh, we've heard that a lot, actually, because we interviewed a group called Dead Phone Dummies, and they're a rap group. Shout out Dead Phone Dummies. Yeah, but they all, um, they're very collaborative in their writing process and bouncing things off each other, and they said it really drove uh, just their abilities and, and um, really drove, like, progress in, in everybody involved that you're always trying to push to a higher level um, because you kind of have somebody to bounce things off of and and also it's almost um, sort of competitive in that like you don't want to be writing something that's not up to standard with the other person true. yeah exactly right. true you got to punch up to meet up with with the rest of your group you don't want to be the one that's dragging behind you know <laughs> yeah exactly but um i think it's really cool too you mentioned that you have you know three guitar players and that, that's kind of unique and i think it does give you guys like a very diverse way to uh to incorporate like some different riffs. Some of those mm-hmm. riffs are, are really, really fresh and don't sound like, uh, you know, a lot of other stuff I've heard. You know, you can tell where your influences come from, but with the three guitars, it gives you just a different layering sound than I've heard in a lot of yeah. other stuff. So I really like that. Um, so about that layering too, I mean, with, with you guys having two vocalists, three guitarists, and then you're just working your ass off on drums the whole time. You guys' bassist is obviously really talented. You guys end up with a really full sound. Is that something that you wanted to focus on when you started this band? Like, did you want there to be no no part where there's a, a gap of silence or a gap of, like, something that's not going on? Not necessarily a gap of silence, but it just... Some things need to sound fat and some things need to sound... Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I think with our influences, um, it's just how it happened, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Steven and I started the band and uh, we wrote probably oh, about 75% of the first album before the other members joined the band. We forgot to mention that one. This band technically formed in 2011 when him and Steve started playing together. Just yeah, <laughs> so it's like late, late. I would say late 2011. Uh, it was actually it was 2012. Okay, 2012. Yeah. 20, yeah. 2012. Stephen and I started playing guitar together, and then we just like started writing some songs, and then like we had quite a few songs stacked up, and then we're like, oh, let's act, let's try and find some people to play in the band, and uh, we were searching for members for well over a year before we found some really solid guys that could play the material and could really give some input. Um, but going back to what we were just talking about with the basically creating a wall of sound. Um, so Steve, uh, Steve and I, we, we are both definitely influenced by Metallica and we have a lot of thrash influence. Um, I mean, but we have loads of other influences, but, um, that just kind of, um, it just reminded me of like, you know, say early Metallica, mm-hmm. uh, kind of th- is, you know, pretty trashy and there, you know, there's no gaps anywhere. It's just like balls to the wall right. for four minutes, every song. 
And yeah. we talked about it, like, the song is, like, it starts out, and then you feel it moving towards that ending the whole yeah. time. And, and, you know, I have, honestly, haven't really thought about it like that, but I can see a lot of that driving, you know, influence in our music, mm-hmm. um, even though that we're not a thrash metal band. Yeah. 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 Well, you don't have to be one thing to incorporate it into your music. Right. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Definitely, man. Like, I mean, personally, I wish I would have, like, learned how to play, like, jazz drums because that's just crazy. I mean, yeah. and, and I love metal and I won't ever stop playing metal, but, like, that's, that's just an example, you know. It's, it's never bad to like something else or right. be influenced by something else. Like, yeah, and try and incorporate those things into your music. I mean, it gives you something unique, yeah. you know, because everybody's going to have different influences and different interests. And being able to combine those, even though they're not necessarily in the same genre, just really helps you hone your sound and um, makes you identifiable from other, you know, other bands in the same genre. Yep. So. It's always, you're always able to learn music. Yeah. It's great. And speaking of those different, different genres and all the barriers that we kind of put up in music, um, right now in 2018, we have this really rap forward culture. I mean, everything that you hear on the radio is rap, it's hip hop, it's even EDM and it's all those things that's starting to mesh together into just this general pop sound, right? Um, with that going on, how do you guys reach your audience as someone who wants to headbang and rock and get on with their life afterwards? <laughs> um, well, honestly, like, I don't, um, uh, I don't listen to a whole lot of radio. Um, like, I don't think that people that are listening to the radio are necessarily going to like our music to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, um, the way I look at it from a business perspective is, is, um, why try to reach a demographic of people that are more than likely not going to like what you're doing in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, so the way we reach our fans, uh, we, we, we try and incorporate a lot of our own personal influences into our music to where like, um, I have more of like a, like a mid 2000s, like pop punk, um, influence along with like hard rock. And then, uh, you know, Steven is definitely more, um, uh, I guess hard rock and metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, we call him the riff master. He writes a lot of our like really catchy riffs. Um, and then, uh, our lead guitar player definitely more on like the classic, the classic guitar side. So like we have all these different types of influences and, but it's all like either rock or metal or within that same realm. Mm-hmm. So we try and incorporate a lot of those things into our music to reach that demographic. Um, I honestly haven't really listened to the radio or what's happening on the radio in so long because it's, it's nowadays, it's just so drastically different than, than where rock and roll is headed. Yeah. And especially with, uh, rock 101 not being in Portland anymore. Yeah. I mean, like some of those avenues are getting closed for musicians. It, at least yeah. in, in this, in this general it's area, there. it's crazy how big the metal scene is or it still is here in Portland, especially because there's no rock. Yeah. There's not like a main, like 
a mainstream avenue for people to experience that. Exactly. Like you've got to be searching it out, really, because mm-hmm. you're not just going to flip it on on the radio on accident. Yeah, you have right. to go look online for you bands like you guys it. and other yeah. other bands in the area playing honestly, metal, playing hardcore, playing pop. Punk. I can honestly say I haven't listened to FM radio since 101 closed down. Wow. I believe that. I, I mean, ever ever since then, I've just been getting my music on YouTube and and honestly, like YouTube is, I mean, there's lots of other great places to find your music. Um, but just based on the channel that I've subscribed to, it already knows kind of what I'm going to like. And so you're able to find some really cool artists that pop up uh, when they release new music. So, so for your experience, do you use like advertising at all for those same avenues that you find music through to reach other fans that would be in the same kind of music? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yep. I mean, we're always, there's always, we always have a social media presence. We're never quiet on social media. We always, we always try and promote any way we can. Um, and I don't think we've mentioned that yet. So go ahead and shout out like where people can find you on social media. Real oh, quick. dude. Everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, iTunes, um, pretty <laughs> much like Literally anywhere that you get your music, stream your music, buy it, download it, we're on there. And um, and we'll have links to all of those in the show notes. Yeah. So, and yeah, I mean. Search Within Sight on any of those, I assume. Yeah. Yep. It's Within Sight Official or Within Sight Band. Um, you guys have a website? Yep. Yes, we do. Yeah. It's uh, WithinSightBand.com. Right. Um, we try and keep that stuff updated. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. Basically, our website is, is good for uh, buying merch and getting links to where all of our music, where you can buy it. Um, and then we update it when we get new promo photos and um, new merch and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you do tour updates there as well? We definitely try to. I need to update it for our upcoming tour. But uh, well, honestly, our biggest following is on Facebook. And I think that's just um, because, like, we, within the first year that we were a band, we got a pretty decent following on Facebook. And um, I don't think we necessarily focused on the other social medias that heavily during, like, when we started the band. Uh, We definitely have more of a presence on all those social medias now, but um, our biggest fan base is on Facebook. So, cool. So definitely go like them on Facebook. Uh, you can, I'm sure, message them or uh, interact with their fan base as well, and in uh, the community, and probably even discover some other you know bands that they're going to be playing with who have a similar sound. So, um, you guys have a tour coming up. You just mentioned. Um, yeah. Are you playing any dates in the Portland, Vancouver area? And yeah. Uh, actually, just today we uh, we launched our our Facebook event page for uh, Heavy Metal Brewing on May 11th, which that's a Friday. Uh, It's $7 at the door, and there's some really great bands that are playing. Uh, Our tour is going to be with a a band from Bend called Separating the Seas. They're like, they're kids and like, so good. Yeah, they're young. They're 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 a few years <laughs> younger than us, and uh, we really believe in those guys. Uh, they they've they've grown a pretty good following within the last two years, and uh, they tour quite a bit. 
and uh, we're very, very excited to uh, to go on the road with those guys. Uh, they also have a very blessed. similar sound to to us. I would say they're probably a little bit heavier than we are, but they they have some really heavy riffs. They have um, their pretty side too, though. Yeah, awesome. they do. Cool. They just got like vocals that. too. I've always yeah. liked a good blend, you know, in heavy music where you still have room for like melodic, pretty stuff. Like, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, the opening bands. Uh, there is 100 Proof and French Letters, which are both local bands um, here in the uh, Vancouver, Portland area. So they're going to be opening the show um, and then separating the seas and then us. So, uh, I guess what I got to say about this show is it's the tour kickoff shows are always super important to us. We always try and put on a really good show and, and figure out how we can make, make the, sh- the next show better than the last show. And so we're, uh, I think what Grant is trying to say is we're really excited that we don't have to go to work and we're going on tour. Yeah, so it's like a really, really good show. Every time. Awesome. Yeah, so come check them out May eleventh. May eleventh. Yeah. Seven dollars at the door. Heavy metal brewery. Get some pizza. Get some metal in your ears, and uh, go thrash around there. Um, you guys are going on this tour, though. You said you're going up to Canada, right? Yes. Yeah. Have you had any experience in international waters before? Nope. Nope. So yeah. Are you time. stoked? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you guys have followers in Canada that you're like aware of already, or is this just a kind of blind shot in the dark? Not really. Uh, the way we kind of book our tours, um, we try and uh, we try and go to new places every tour, but also um, uh, we hit returning cities, and you know that way we we're hitting a new demographic, but also have some really good uh, returning dates. Yeah. Yeah, and keep that fan base like interested in what you've done. Exactly. Yeah. And kind of the rule of thumb is time. to you want to be hitting your fan base every three months. So, you know, make sure that you're touring back to those areas every three months, uh, to keep all those fans interested. It's really yeah. fun too. I mean on on the level on 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 the level we are being DIY and everything, you know, there's no like there's no like middleman between us. Like we show up and we like get to meet people and, and just talk to them. And it's so cool being able to interact with all these people who just love your music. And, and it's just, yeah, it's a pretty humbling experience really. And it's like, like they're not even from the same like world that you are. Yeah. No, like you, you like literally, you Mexico walk in, whatever, and... you walk into a bar and you meet these people for the first time. They listen to you play and they're like, man, you got to come back and you come back and there's, Ten more people at the show, and they're just as awesome. And it's like nice. every time you return to this area, you know, more there's always more, more people, people, and it's always a good time. You can see you can see faces that you meet, and it's just it's so cool. And a lot of those uh, diehard fans, they they continue to follow us on on social media, and they're very interactive on our pages mm-hmm. and liking our stuff, commenting, and it's really cool to see um, all these people from all these different areas interacting with our our posts um and it just it shows the growth of the band and what touring really does for for a band yeah Definitely. you get to see it firsthand you get to be uh, yeah you also yeah. meet a lot of really amazing musicians too definitely I mean, yeah there's it's crazy like it's crazy how much things can change on the music level when you change states and then like like but how like 
I don't know how to explain this. I guess you, you just see lots of new ideas in different areas, you know? Sure. Because a lot of the scenes seem like they can fall into, the, like, like they all play the same music or something. Yeah. But when, when, you're, when you're traveling different places, you're, like, seeing their scene and how oh, it works yeah. and functions, and it's just, it's really cool. You can, like, you can you compare it to back home, and it's just, everything's different. It's like every city has, like, a genre that's more popular than others yep so right you know when you're on tour you you kind of get to figure out kind of what cities you should be playing in and what bands to play with uh because it could be disastrous <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you're playing with bands that are not your genre sure but we've been there man i mean <laughs> i think uh, i think everybody has you know yeah. especially early on you know, yeah, yeah. a lot of times you're, you're going into things blind when you're you know. booking shows yourself, you're doing all the promotion yourself, you're finding the bands yourself. It's a lot of variables that go oh, yeah, into definitely. all that stuff. I mean, even if they don't play the same music as you, they're all still pretty cool people. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, like yeah. It's not, it's never a loss at all, but you definitely, to promote, you definitely want to play with bands that are like you. Oh, for <laughs> sure. So we have a promotion real quick that I need to get into. If you are listening to this on the day it drops, April 6th or April 7th, you have got to come out Sunday, April 8th to the Black Watch Bake Off. It's from 2 to 6 p.m. And it is at Cider Riot, 807 Northeast Cooch Street in Portland. There are going to be cash prizes for people who compete. It's $20 to compete. $5 $5 at the door to come check it out, and all proceeds go to a charity, the Sexual and Gender Minority Youth Resource Center. Um, they are a great, great charity that just, uh, they provide resources to people who have been, uh, to youth who have been discriminated against. So come check that out. Uh, our friends are judging there. Um, they're doing the, the judging yeah. for the Bake Off. So. Shout out to Boy Talk Comedy and all that they're doing right now. Stay updated with them on SoundCloud. And um, I'm sure it'll be up on other platforms soon as well. So one last thing before we end the episode, we have a segment we like to do called I did not see that coming. So we would like you to tell us about uh, like an artist that you're into that people might not expect. Maybe that's just outside of your genre or something maybe you grew up listening to that people might not expect. I don't know, man. You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Do you already know who I'm going to say? I think. <laughs> um, well, now I kind of want you to answer for Grant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I'm going to say? This is really hard, man. He listens to a lot of music. He can say a lot of things right now. What do you think, man? It's weird that Grant listens to that. What do you think? I, sometimes I put it on when we're country music. When we're on tour, all right. You like just driving? No, to for him, for one specific band, Nickelback. Ooh, oh, he's got really? out. That's at least a rock band. But no, for let me just let me just clear the air here. That's at least a rock band. He says, "Oh no." I, I actually really enjoy Nickelback. They write some really good music. Hey, I like Nickelback too. I can hate it. But, um, <laughs> you know, maybe some people can see that coming because they're at least a rock band. But I actually do listen to um, a band called Florida Georgia Line. And they are a country band. Not like um, a country pop band at that. Yeah. yeah. They, they have a lot of rock influence. And uh, they put out a couple of really good albums. Uh, I've actually 
I've seen them uh, live um, at the Tacoma Dome, um, and my wife has seen them twice. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I don't I think they they're really they're really inspirational because just within the last like six years or so, they've really really grown into just this huge entity. Yeah, and um, they're like really a monument vocal. of a band. Exactly, they're really vocal driven. You know whether you whether you don't like their music or not, like you can't deny that they are good musicians um, and they've sold millions of records. So like they're doing something right. They're doing something <laughs> right. So they, honestly, it doesn't matter what band it is. Like if they're successful, there's no reason why you shouldn't be closed minded and you should study what they are doing so that you can apply that to what you were doing. I absolutely agree. So, that's that's why we talk to people in all genres in this show. Sure. Is I'm not here to discriminate. Or yeah, it's doors. about writing songs and uh, and getting that music out to people who like it, no matter what kind of music you play or yeah. you're into. Yeah. For, my, for mine, mine is actually a, an artist, not a band, but it's Bruno Mars. Nice. Dude, that guy. Again, he's a huge artist. Yeah. He's huge, but the, just his his scene, man, is on another level. I know, like, right? That guy is crazy. So good. Agreed. So this, good. We, we talked about I, Bruno Mars on a few episodes ago with uh, with a pop artist that we had on our show. Bruno Mars just makes me think of uh, Gallagher's wedding. Just oh, yeah, and, man. It's, it's uh, great wedding music, for sure. Yeah. If you're having a party, <laughs> dancing, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. everybody's dancing, everybody's got a drink, like, you know, put your finger yeah. to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, yeah. thank you guys so much for coming on. And, sure. uh, Thanks for having us. Yeah, everybody listen to With Insight. Check we out With Insight. Coming up next. We'll um, see everybody on May 11th. Yes. Hell yeah, Be May there. 11th. And thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us again uh, at Twitter, at WellWrittenPod, Facebook, at WellWrittenPodcast. If you've got questions for us or you want to just talk to us, let us know what you like about the show or what you don't like about the show or what you think we could improve on. Wellwrittenpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. So thank you everybody. This is well written. And if you find the will to change, don't live in the past, but embrace the future. Look around you and what do you see? Remember who you are and where you came from. I went to a place Night, when the red of our blood